Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Stay tuned now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Linda Chandler. Love talking today about celebrating praise for Thanksgiving. Thank you, John. We are in studio today at the beautiful station of The Bridge, Texas Christian Talk, 1120, broadcasting out of Austin, Texas. And uh, I'm excited today for the program that we have because we're going to be talking today about developing leadership and building bridges of love and understanding uh, with Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving and have a very special guest in the studio with today. She's with us really often. It's Reverend Linda Chandler. Uh, pastor Linda is the pastor of Austin Brethren Church, and she's married to Gary Chandler, who is a retired uh, school superintendent. School superintendent. <laughs> and Linda is a retired school teacher or, or a professional. And Linda, you and uh, Gary have three boys, right? Yes, we do. We certainly do. And we are uh, thankful. We are thankful for our family. And I know people are too. Family is so important. But whether or not you have family that's biological, we are your family. Even here at the bridge, we are your family that speaks to you today in God's love. That, that is so true, Linda. Uh, we, we will be celebrating. Uh, we are now into our 33rd year. Of wow. Doing, 
with wow. Christian Radio in the Austin market. And it, we've been to, I guess, five or six different stations. But uh, we are so thrilled to be here at, at the bridge because we are big now. We go from North San Antonio all the way up to Hillsboro. But more important than that, we're on the web and people listen to us worldwide. That is awesome. I mean, that is the reach of Jesus Christ through. We made. <clears throat> he is the king of the airways. Yes. And he is wanting to get messages out to his children, to his sons and daughters, or those that would be his sons and daughters, to encourage them and give them hope, get them into thanks living, get them with an attitude of gratitude. Oh, I love that, Linda. You know, when you think about where we are right now and the goodness of God, and we have an opportunity in this nation on Thanksgiving Day, and that's coming up pretty quickly now, to just take a time apart to be with our families mm-hmm. and, and to love each other and care for each other and, and just, you know, live by grace and give God blessings with our life, especially during this particular time of the year as we come off of a really um, difficult time Absolutely. Uh, in, in America. Yes. We've had to make some choices that are very painful. Yes. And yet we do believe, I believe, Linda, that God has placed his hand on America for a great blessing as we have a change in our leadership, as we change our attitudes, and we move more into living a life of praise and thanksgiving. I, I could not agree more. I think that even where people keep talking about the division and the and the things going on, we're going to put our focus on the one that is unchangeable. We're going to put our focus on the one who brings through his presence peace for us. Whether the world is rattling and shaking, that's God is still on his throne. Mm-hmm. And he is moving. Yes, You know, we, uh, we are in a state of um, unrest in this nation as a result of our recent election. But God is, that's no surprise to the Lord Jesus. He is our rope of hope. Absolutely. He's the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords. And it says he reigns from heaven. And I think that really in talking about this, with this change of leadership, I mean, this just happened within the last, you know, for us, the last hours, last, it's yeah, 24 hours, 48 hours, really about 48 hours. And by the time you listen to this, it'll be a, a few days. But the the thing about it is it was an answer in a lot of ways to people beginning to really understand that we have to get on our faces, we have to pray for God to put his hand upon this nation again, that we uh, need him uh, more than anything. It reminds me of Franklin Graham when he came through with the big bus, and he said, you know, you can't put your hope in the Democrats. Mm-hmm. You can't put your hope in the Republicans, mm-hmm. but you can put your hope in Jesus Christ. Because if you have your hope there, everything's going to come through. And so we begin to really, really uh, change that praying. Mm-hmm. Instead of lining up with some party, it was like, Lord, what do you want? Yes. What is your will for this nation? How do we get back on track? You show us. And I believe that the election was the, as crazy as it seems was the direct result of those prayers. I think so, too, Linda. And when we look at where we are and what and the work that we've got to do in this nation, and not just in America, but we're right in the middle of getting ready for Operation Christmas Child, where we send God's love, the love of the mm. Lord Jesus, his love story around the world with, a, you know, some little gifts for children, for little boys and little girls, or even teenagers. 
my husband does five boxes every year, and he does it for for teenage boys. He takes a soccer ball, takes the air out of it, puts rubber bands around it, puts a pump in there, puts work gloves in there, and and we ship it around the world. I think this year our the collection point where we take things and in, in this um this is really important for us to even talk about today is uh the new church the new collection point out in South Austin is at Randy Phillips's church, Austin Light. And then mm. the North Austin goes to Pflugerville, to First Baptist Church in Pflugerville. And so this is the week that we people are looking in the stores. You go to If you go to Hobby Lobby, the first thing you see when you walk in are the Samaritan Purse or the Operation Christmas Child Boxes. And that's what we're all about. It's not just a miracle, but it's just sharing the love of the Lord Jesus worldwide. And one of the exciting things that happened this week, Linda, was a statement that uh, Donald uh, Trump made, uh, that Dr. Dobson made. And this is what he said. Uh, Trump's victory is a reaffirmation of the importance of America's people who place their faith in Jesus Christ, in religious liberty, the sanctity of life, and the conservative judiciary. The American people have spoken clearly, and in so doing, they have affirmed yet again our founding father's vision for America. What does he think God's our founding father's vision was for America? I think it was for liberty, to have the freedom, um, to be who we are called to be, but that that it is a nation under God, mm-hmm. under his presence. It's on our money, it's on our, our buildings, in God we trust. Um, and I think that in a lot of ways we, we got away from that. And I, I don't think it's about having to put the moniker Christian upon top of us, but it's saying that, that they have a voice too. And that the, 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 wherever the Lord is speaking his voice through, which would be through the people that have, you know, honored and known his son and, and, and the biblical values of the Judea Christian tradition, right. that those would be lifted up because it was always about. The son said, I have come to set you free. Yes. So it's always been about liberty and the freedom to choose. You can choose God if you want. If you don't want to choose God, that's, well, whatever. But that God is real. Even with those boxes that you're sending out on Samaritan's Purse, that is tangible, touchable evidence of the love of God through his people. And America used to be the greatest nation for sending out missionaries and things all over the world to let people know. And we got away from that in a lot of ways. And so, you know, I just think it's a whole re, re, uh, revisioning, re, excuse me, revision, revisioning. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. A new new vision for what God's doing. And that is so true because, you know, we have been in the last uh, seven, almost eight years, we've been in this downside of what the importance of real life is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has been the thing that has broken the hearts and the minds and, and the joy of a lot of people. And I do believe that we are going to see some major changes in the area. Because, you know, they're, they're in within society. There is always that group of people who are perpetually uh, sarcastic or dissatisfied, who don't have gratitude for what they have already. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you live with a, that kind of lifestyle, uh, it's, it's almost like grace against demonic activity. 
Well, that's true. And I think the other thing is we have lived in America with so much negativity, going against things that we have valued, things that we have said were sacred, um, you know, uh, just just that all life is sacred from the womb to the tomb, that we can't just, you know, make decisions to stop it, cut it off, um, because then we deny the power of God's mm-hmm. healing and the power of his presence to heal those things. And so we, we, we want to to move into that and I think interesting enough how God has has done this with our nation yes. uh, with the election of Trump is if you go and you look in uh, Isaiah 45 it talks about that this is what the Lord said to his anointed to Cyrus whose right hand I take hold of to subdue nations before him to strip kings of their armor to open doors before him so the gates will not be shut uh, and so that it will go before you and will level the mountains. The things that are coming against us, the negativity. And you think, well, but he's kind of an out there. He's, you know, he's kind of been known as like a mouth. Yeah. You know, and so people would say, but see, that's what God loves is to take <laughs> something. Exactly. To say, take something like the Cyrus from the Bible was a Babylonian king who thought he had all the great power. Yet God used him to rebuild Jerusalem and to return the people that had been in captivity back to their homeland. And I think so in Isaiah 45, that's what God is saying. I'll take a Cyprus-like person, one you would have never suspected, because it will be me doing it, and I will work through him to write What's been wrong? Because you're not going to expect that. So I'd ask you today to go read Isaiah 45 because it's going to blow your mind. And you also need to know that Trump is our 45th president. So even God uses Isaiah 45 and 40. Just read it because you're going to see it all through you. And it says, I also says in there, God says, I will give you the treasures of darkness, riches stored in secret places. God's Ooh. unveiling shining his the, light. and shining his light using somebody we wouldn't have thought was full of light, mm-hmm. but to to show because it's about God's glory. It's and all you know, about the thing, him. The thing that's so exciting about this is with, uh, with mm, Trump's uh, commitment and love for the state of Israel. Absolutely. Even Benjamin Yahoo said, uh, I look forward to working with him, uh, President-elect Trump, to advance security, stability, and peace in our region. And let me tell you something, people. The Old Testament says, I will bless those who bless Israel, and I will curse those who curse Israel. And we have not been on the Israel train, except for the saints that understand this and have been praying that we would get back in that relationship. Well, you know, some people believe that everything happens by the will of God, mm-hmm. uh, which means that whoever wins the president is by God's uh, expressed will. But the difference is, Linda, is if... It is the, the big if. factor is if we will respond as well. Uh-huh. Others set in place by man's sin and rebellion, and that's the picture of America today, where we are. And I do believe that uh, Donald Trump has become, will become the president of the United States by the uh, by the sovereign intervention of God. Amen. I mean, I think it's a gift that He's given us, and it may be that one more opportunity that America has to be great. Let's take our break. We come back. We need to hear from some of those wonderful sponsors, and we'll be back with Love Talk right after this. Stay with us. Hello, folks. This is Van Davison with Operation Christmas Child. 
Every year, people join me, the Bridge 1120, and Franklin Graham's team in sending shoeboxes filled with surprises and love to children around the world. Because soccer is a universal sport, I pack a deflated ball and a pump in my boy boxes, along with pencils, toothpaste, and a toothbrush. Join me and millions in this exciting ministry. Call 512-990-2600 for information. Time now for more Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Linda Chandler. Love Talking today about celebrating praise for Thanksgiving. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio here at the Bridge 1120. One of the most exciting things that we have going right now is the fact that uh, we are encouraged in the in America. There are many who are not. And one of the things that is so strange is that we live, there are many people who live a life that is perpetually for wanting or, or driving or dissatisfaction. They never get what it is they think they want or they need. And it's because they throw away grace. Exactly, and they if don't walk read, in the will of God right. because grace brings blessing. Yes, and and instead, you know, like we said, God is sorry. If you want to go your own way, He's about freedom. Yeah, He He will allow you. He'll just push His hand. It is not His will, say, yeah, for a man to sin, but He allows it because that is the choice He gives us. But you know, Linda, uh, we, we're going to be talking a lot today about hope, and in. In Proverbs, and this is one of my favorite scriptures from Proverbs, it said, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Absolutely. A tree of life. We have a new tree of life in America today, Linda. We have a new opportunity to serve God in a way that will bring honor and glory to Him. It's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be perfect. But, you know, you mentioned King Cyrus. How how do you relate what God said to Israel to where, where we are in America right now, the opportunities that we have? Well, if I go back again to that Isaiah 45, and he says, I will go before you and I will level the mountains. In other words, the things that have stood in our way to keep us from being on the plains of his blessings. I will break down the gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, <clears throat> who summons you by name. And then he says, For the sake of Jacob, my servant of Israel, my chosen, I summon you by name and bestow on you a title of honor, though you do not acknowledge me. He was talking about at that time to King Cyrus, the Babylonian um, uh, king, that he says, you know what, that I will cause you. I will cause you, I will work on you. Much like he did with Pharaoh in Egypt. He kept giving him a chance, let my people go, let my people go. But he said, I'm going to work on you. I'm going to give you a title of honor. So this shows us that God's sovereignty is he brings kings up and he brings them down. And and so he says, I am the Lord and there is no other. And apart from me, there is no God. I will strengthen you, though you have not acknowledged me. And so that from the rising of the sun to the place of its setting, men may know there is none beside me. That's there because nobody believed that that election would go that way. Absolutely. I mean, I heard them the very first things when I turned on the TV um, 
on on Wednesday morning was um, how could the polls all be wrong? We have a science. How could the polls? And I thought it's because it's God. It is man's reasoning. And so when so you know God just intervened. Why did He intervene? Because remember the scripture we've been saying for almost eight years now. If if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. And in turn, then I will heal their land. We have been doing that. Oh. I mean, there has been great, the media never talks about this. Mm-hmm. There's been great gatherings of the people of God. You and I have been in part of some of those that we've bowed down before. And we've handled, we said, you know what, God, we don't know what to do. We're calling upon you. And after a time, God says, okay, but I'm going to have to give you somebody you're not expecting but I'll work through him. And that's why I'm I'm so hopeful today because he's done what people said he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we did this year that was so powerful across this nation was the decision America took with Franklin Graham. Yes. Uh, Franklin, uh, he never came out. In, or, uh, never. Uh, never. Uh, picked a party. No, he didn't. He said, I'm trusting God for God to choose who it is that he wants to put in place to be a leader that, you know, people can follow. And one of the things he said is, I believe that is using this model to introduce us to our new president, elect Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> Trump. And hope was not found in the political parties, but in God and his will and his way, which is the message sent by God to all 50 states mm-hmm. by Franklin Graham. That's what he said, Linda, as he went to every state, was it is by God's redemption exactly. that America can be great again. It's not by a man. It's by a man that will allow God to use him. Absolutely. And I, I, another thing I think that people don't know is that he, he has begun a humbling uh, process mm-hmm. with Trump. Yes. And, you know, he, uh, I think it was over like 50 great leaders, uh, Christian mm-hmm. pastors gathered around him and said, okay, if you're going to be the choice of the party that brings life, life. brings life back, then here's what we need to do. And everywhere he's gone, he has allowed mm-hmm. Uh, people to pray over him, uh, even when he didn't get to speak. I mean, right before the election, I saw a, a, a video on Facebook where he was at a, a, a church, and um, they didn't have him get up and speak, but they said, can, we're so glad you're here today, and can we pray over you? And he allowed that. And so, to me, that's just the pouring in of God's presence into him. And he's also, as I understand, he has agreed that he would meet with uh, religious leaders, mm-hmm. and they, he would let them speak into his life, uh, not telling what to do. I mean, he's he, he's he's the president, mm-hmm. but that would uh, speak uh, counsel. And what does it say? You get into the counsel of many so that they can help you. You have a team. It's, mm-hmm. it's in Proverbs. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, that uh, makes it so um, confusing to people, uh, mm-hmm. Linda, mm-hmm. is that... Uh, we constantly live in a field, in a life that has negatives all around Absolutely. us. Absolutely, all around us, and and it's people begin to look at the things, uh, are there goals that are not fulfilled, and they lose their hope. Yes, uh, and yet you know uh, we have great hope. There is no shortage of hope. The problem is weeds. You know. Yeah. 
You know, Jesus said, be careful when you go out there and you pull up fruit. Lest you, you know, don't go, just go pulling up all the weeds. He said, I, I don't remember what the reference is, but I remember that. Because you'll disturb the roots. And so what he does is the Lord removes the weeds oh, as we trust him for it. Absolutely. Because the weeds out there are that negative. They're the, you know, the war, the threat of war, religious freedom. You know, people that, that are against Trump right now, I'm afraid. They're writing that. I'm afraid uh, on signs um, because of all this gender confusion and, and you know, marry. Uh, and then they think they can't marry who they want to marry when it's the same, you know, sex and, and that kind of things. And you know what? Whatever has been has been. What we are about is the, 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 the freedom to continue to walk as the people of God and, 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 and to not focus on those weeds. And I told this to my congregation even this past week, um, right before the election. I, the Lord gave me this kind of a little idea, this parable. I used to have in this first house that I ever had, it was, you know, my first really, like I brought my kids home to this home and it was just a real big deal. And I had this flower bed and all it did was breed nut grass. Has anybody out there ever had to mess with nut grass? Yeah. And no matter how much you pull it, it produces more. Mm-hmm. And it just drove me crazy about this nut grass. And, you know, Paul wrote about this in Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5. He said, Mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And so that is what the deal is, is that we have begun to not focus on the power of God to change people through his love and his compassion. You know, we went out with a lot of judgment. And, you know, even I'll, I'll talk to the church about that. I, I was talking to the church, and I said, we've got to get out of the religious stuff. Yeah. And we've got to believe that God has the power to change people. And so we just don't want this form of godliness. But we don't want to focus on all this negative stuff, you know. Just know it's out there because it says they have a form of pleasure. It doesn't say that it's wrong to have the desires of your heart. But it's do they line up with the things of God? That's the difference because we, as God's creation, are his good pleasure. And Mm -hmm. he is working for us in a way to bring us to the best of us. He's not he's not concentrating on all this negativity. So then why are we? So I would ask people today, if you're afraid it says that perfect perfect love casts out fear. So negative behaviors and actions are stealing or they're marring the beauty of our world. Mm-hmm. The key to the nutgrass problem, because I'm going to call it a nutgrass problem. <laughs> we got plenty of nuts out there in the grass. Is that we focus on maybe the pleasures or the desires rather than God. And then we deny the power of God. Mm-hmm. So let's just change our focus. Let's look to God. He loves us. He, he, you know, let's get a picture of him. As and, and, and actually, that's what happened with my nutgrass problem. Finally, a girl came over and said, you know what? You're concentrating on the nutgrass. 
I am going to plant a beautiful crepe myrtle tree Ooh. in the middle of your garden. And she said, I want you to concentrate on that tree. And the beauty of it is just plant some other things around it. And when she did that, it changed the whole look of that area because we had this beautiful tree that we focused uh-huh. on. Well, you know, that's what faith is. That's what hope is. Our rope of hope, Linda, is the ladder to heaven in God's mercy and grace. He said every morning if you'll open your door and you look out on your front porch, I'll leave you a bucket of goodness and mercy. Amen. That's a promise. Well, yes. Every morning. It's renewed every morning. That's from Lamentations. And And that's actually when the prophet Jeremiah was kind of pulling his... You know, his clothes and saying, oh, my gosh, this is so bad. The world is in a terrible place. And God said, you know what? My mercy's renewed every day. Great is my faithfulness. Oh, I love that one. I love and love that song. Well, it is time for us to hear from some of our sponsors. Let's see that, Lynn. We come back. I want us to talk about what hope really does. Does it build or does, does it diminish? Right after this. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville. And come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Break is over. Let's get back to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Linda Chandler. They're talking about praise and thanksgiving. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today, and we're really talking about hope today. We're talking about the joy of serving the Lord Jesus and how exciting it is in this particular time in our in our nation, uh, in our families, and even in the world. As we as we talked earlier, Linda, about uh, King Cyrus and how God prepared the way for Israel, and how He's even doing that today because of of I think some of the connections that we've had through the years in in. America's history 
of being a friend of Israel and how God has blessed that and, and the opportunities and even the excitement that I think uh, Trump is bringing to the to the table, to the negotiation table for, for really dealing with what it is that God has on his heart. Amen. I, I think you're exactly right. And I mean, I think that as we do a more concentrated focus on hope, well, who is our hope? Our hope is Jesus. Yes. Our hope is, a, you know, and he, he, he came as a Jewish man. Mm-hmm. That's our connection. That's our rootedness into um, the, the Jewish story. And so he, is, he came as a Jewish man, but he left as the son of God. And where is he today? He says it's at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding for us. So he's right there. And so we're, if we want to focus on him, let's not get our, it says get your, then let's get our focus on the things above and not the things of below. It's like when I was talking about my nutgrass problem and I put the crepe myrtle tree, I started concentrating on the beautiful crepe myrtle tree when it bloomed, you know, it had beautiful blooms. You're not looking at the nutgrass anymore. You're looking at the beautiful blooms. And even every season, you know, a crepe myrtle has that beautiful bark and the beautiful. So let's look at the beauty of what God is in hope. What is hope? Hope is something we can delight in. We may not see it because it says hope is about the unseen things that we are waiting for. And so, you know, we're waiting for these things to come down from heaven. And and that is what God does. He brings it down from the heavenlies, not up from the earth, but he brings it down. And it, and and it, that's what we've got to is we respond as a church that we want to start focusing on God's will and God's plan for America. What's his plan? I don't believe it is for us to be some negative lost. Uh, we're to be a light in the darkness. We're to be. We're to bring hope to others. It's about our focus and our focus on, and, and 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 whether or not you know we call it the tree of life. You know, Jesus said it right before he went to the cross. He said, "You know what? I am the vine, and he who remains in me." That's where the power comes from. Yes. It's about you being united with him. Yes. So we have a big job to do if we want hope to not be deferred. It's been brought forth to us, and that's going to be in our prayer lives. Well, you know, when we, think, when we come to realize the strength of hope, mm-hmm. you know, we never give up our hope because uh, there's nobody perfect. Uh, Trump's not going to be perfect. James Dobson's not going to be perfect. My pastor's not going to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect, Linda. A pastor no, I am, I am for sure not. Yeah, that's not criticism. I mean, no, 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 the no, reality no, of who we are. And, that, and that's why our connection with the Lord Jesus and the throne of God is so important, is that rope of hope, that hope that never goes away. It never deteriorates. It never changes. We just have to hold on to it. And that's what our... I have one our founding fathers did, Linda. Uh, exactly. In fact, they would stop. They said they stopped at one time when they were doing the Constitution and said, even Benjamin, it was Benjamin Franklin, I believe, who said, you know what? We need to stop right now and we need to pray. We need to pray before all of this gets written. And I think that um, <clears throat> we could, this just came to me. Look who God has aligned Trump with, Governor Pence. Governor Pence Ooh. is a very committed 
man of God. And in fact, uh, you, you know, you, you showed me at a campaign rally in Newton, Ohio, uh, excuse me, Newton, Iowa, which is the heartland of, you know, America. On October 11th, he informed the Iowans, it's a good time to pray for this country in the next four weeks. And he said this, I would encourage you, if you're inclined to do as the Pence family does from time to time, to bow the head and bend the knee, Mm -hmm. said Pence. Pray that America once again stand tall, stand strong, said Governor Pence. So what God has done in this with President-elect Trump has put somebody at his right hand. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is, to speak into his life, just like Jesus is interceding by the Almighty Father. Now, I'm not trying to give them a Godhead. I'm not doing that no. at all, so I don't want anybody to take that out of context. But I'm trying to give us a visual representation of what God is giving, bringing down from heaven and putting on earth here. He's giving us a man that God is going to work through. He's already told us that through Isaiah 45. And he's put another man who has the foundational knowledge and can serve as an advisor at his right hand, who knows how to pray, who knows who's going to be praying all the time Mm -hmm. and doing guidance. I I think it's just so powerful that we've got to be just, we have to be in thanks living for what God has done for us. And start, stop trying to think about what's in it for me. What's in it for me? How about if you said, Instead of what's in it for me, I'm going to live for what does God want me to do? What, how do I live? Thanksgiving is thanks living. Exactly. And that's kind of hard to transfer into life sometimes when there's hardship. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, it's all about focus, Linda. Yes, it is. It's about focus. And we don't focus on the weeds. No. Those that we've named earlier, you know, the, the differences that we have, even in our own families. One of the things that I noticed this week is most of the rioting, most of the the parades um, or the protests, they were not parades, they were protests, were mostly young people. Yeah, and because they've been brought up in a very negative world, the whole election cycle was so negative. And and, and nobody uh, had, you know, everybody was at fault. I'm not going to pick on anyone. They were all at fault. But we've got to start again with a positive outlook. Negativity breeds negativity, and that's all. Where is the hope for our young people? Mm-hmm. And so we've got to begin to teach them. So you know what? The ones that are out there that are very negative, uh, you know, I, I, in the concession speech that uh, um, uh, Hillary Clinton gave and in, the, and in President Barack Obama, they asked us that we would build bridges of peace now. So let's mm-hmm. do what they've said. That, that was the leaders, mm-hmm. and they're handing it off. And I would say to those young people, you know, this is what for, uh, when Paul talked to Timothy, uh, who was a young person, mm-hmm. he said the first thing, of course, is to pray, that we are commanded to pray for all who are in high positions, First Timothy 2, 1 and 2. So, you know, and we have to give uh, honor to whom honor is due, Romans thirteen seven. We have got to be, those are positive things. Mm-hmm. Honor who God selected at this time um, and um, pray for those that are in position. You know, that <clears throat> scripture that Paul sent to young Timothy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Timothy was very discouraged. Yes. Because he, yes. he was dealing with some of the same weeds. Absolutely. That we're digging around and pulling up, and they, you know, yeah. spread. And and Paul gave him some very good advice. 
He said, Pa, you pray for those that are in authority. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't say you bless them. He said you pray for them. Pray for them. If you don't think they're what they're supposed to be, right. then pray for them. Right. And he said two reasons. Number one, that you can live at peace. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the parades that we watched this week, those are not peaceful. No. That you can live it. And the second thing is that you can serve the Savior. Absolutely. Live at peace and serve God. And serving God is is just honoring Him and holding on to our hope. But, you know, out of all of this, there are some things that the church needs to do today. Yes. We need to do. We, Love Talk needs to do. And the first of all is we need to pray for unity. How important is unity? Oh, it's extremely. Because negative... Behaviors breed other behaviors. Dissatisfaction and all that, what is it going to breed? Anger, uh, hopelessness, uh, negativity breeds negativity. So please pray for unity that is positive, for examples that are positive, to unify us, to draw us together. Um, we may not agree, but you can, you can disagree. Without and it, being disruptive. Exactly. You know, we don't always, we don't all think the same. That's why even in our nation we have checks and balances. We have two parties so they can pull checks and balances. But it's about doing it in uh, an agreeable way and saying, I agree to disagree. Another thing is that we're uh, we're to pray for those that are fearful. They're going to lose, you know, their li- their livelihood, or they're going to lose their job, or and, and fear runs deep uh, in the lives of young people today. I, I experienced that as a young person. My dad was drafted into World War II, and our lives were totally turned over and disrupted. And so we do need to pray, and then we need to pray for the president's President Trump's decisions and choices. That is so important, Linda, because he's got some big choices to make. Yes, he does. And, and of course, President Obama has. There is is a major uh, spread right now, all the news reports, that he's going to uh, really um, uh, set uh, Hillary Clinton on a pardon. He's going to establish a pardon for her so that none of the things can be brought up about her serving. And, you know... um, we need to pray about that, that, that mm-hmm. because that dishonors mm-hmm. what God wants to do mm-hmm. and what he is doing. And, and there's some other things that we need to do. We, for, you know, we need to walk in praise. But we, right now we need to take a break. Let's do that, uh, Gavin. And when we come back, we want to talk about how it is that we pray around and for the new president. That is so important. Mm-hmm. So you stay with us, and uh, we'll be back with Love Talk right after this. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. 
Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. It's time now for the final segment of Love Talk with Evelyn and Linda Chandler. Love Talking today about celebrating praise for Thanksgiving. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio here at the Bridge 1120. Uh, Austin Christian Talk Radio, and uh, this is Love Talk, and we are just really thrilled about uh, what we're talking about today with Reverend Linda Chandler, and Linda is a pastor of uh, the Austin Brethren Church in Austin, Texas, and uh, does a lot of outside ministry uh, with pastors, and one of the things that's been so exciting, I think, Linda, in the city of Austin is how you all as pastors come together regularly and pray over our city. Uh, yeah, we've been really doing that for uh, the past about two and a half years. Um, there was a group. We used to meet at um, 6 o'clock in the morning to 9 and three hours. And I think when we first met, we were like, how would we pray for three hours? It is like no problem. It goes by so fast. Um, we're currently under going to, I think they're revamping that a little bit. Um, they're looking to get so we can get some more pastors in and change it a little bit um, uh, to um, – uh, a, a little bit later in the day format. But anyway, and I'm praying about that because I think that sometimes when we pray, it's supposed to be about sacrifice and obedience. So, right. you know, getting up at 6 in the morning was not everybody's cup of tea. But I found that the more that I made myself do that, mm-hmm. that it, to me, it strengthened me because I was doing something out of the the normal or the natural um, to have to get up at five and drive an hour across the because uh, we met at different different pastors uh, churches and to have to get up. But there's something about you know what God honors sacrifice and obedience yes. and 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 so to pray to mm-hmm. take that time out to do that which we all can do. It requires sacrificing your time or your pleasure or what you want to really do, but you're being obedient because God calls us. That's how he calls us into relationship is through communion with him. Communing, praying, that's all it is. And it's not some big hard thing. It's like sitting down with your best friend. I heard the best thing that I ever heard about that is in Francis Chan um, about revival again. We saw this movie a couple of, a week ago before the thing. Francis Chan said, you know, we, we need to understand that God desires to be communing with us. It's all about our relationship yes. with him, but it's vertical, up and down. Yes. And he said, 
here's the thing. He said, all of us know who Michael Jordan is. You know, big basketball mm-hmm. player. And they, this actually was being projected from Chicago. I think he's in Chicago. And he said, we all know about Michael Jordan, who he is, big basketball player. But he said, if you went up to his door today and you knocked, knock, 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 and he came to the door, he would just look at you like, why are you here? Because he doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, God says, I, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's the scariest verse to me. Ooh. And he says, you know, and we all think, well, God knows everything. Yes, but knowing someone is spending time with them. Mm-hmm. I could not do this radio show with you, uh, I think, to the level that we do if I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. And and I've learned to read and and understand where you're going or leading us, Evelyn, which is an awesome thing. <laughs> but what I'm saying is it's about knowing, and we've got to know God. And the only way you're going to know Him and know His will is this vertical is getting to Him and just say, even if you say, Lord, I I don't know what to pray. Maybe you don't need to be talking so much. Maybe you just need to listen. That's the difference between praying and praising, Linda. Mm-hmm. Um, Praising means we go into his, uh, well, he gave us a pattern for that. He said, hallowed be thy name. My father, hallowed, glory be your name. Mm-hmm. Hallowed. Bring glory to it. Yes. And and that's what the heart of God is, is to bring glory to our lives, Linda, in a way that people can look at us and hear us speak or see us smile or See us use our hand for mercy. Well, it's about going to the simplest thing. Again, with this whole thanks living, I was teaching in my church the attitude of gratitude is that I said, you know what? If you have a place to lay down and lay your head, Mm -hmm. if you got your tummy filled with something during the day, if you, you, you can thank God for that. If you have a roof over your head, Whatever it is, it's not about having all this stuff, but it's just even the basic needs. And be thankful for that. Just start with that. Just say, Lord, I am thankful that today I opened up my eyes and I can know you mm. even deeper. How, how about if we just start started with that as our praise? Yeah. It's not about some big, huge, people get all scared about that. It's simple. It's like a little child would talk to their mommy and daddy. Yeah. Well, it's, to me, it's like reporting for love. Reporting for grace. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, it, we mentioned earlier, put your bucket out in the morning. He says, I'll give it to you. I will give it mm-hmm. to you. That is love giving, Linda. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're not going to get it if we don't open the door. And prayer is the door the key to, to the heaven. I mean, communion. It is. And, and the key is praise. You don't enter in mm-hmm. until you praise him. Yes. Praise comes before prayer. And so when we think about that and we know that we're in a situation right now in our nation where we're, many things are in jeopardy, many things, right. security, uh, uh, peace, uh, even, you know, the, with the military, with our, our, with the police, with our firefighters, as we're in this initiative right now with Governor Greg Abbott praying, praising and raising the banner of praise and prayer over our first responders because we've got a lot of praying and a lot of serving to do between now and the 20th of January. We do. And I I think it just goes by that acronym, that Mm P-R-A-Y, that we would praise, 
then you know what? Let's all walk humbly. Repent of anything. You know what, Lord? Maybe I've been negative. Maybe I shouldn't have been negative. Would you remove that from me? <laughs> Take that nut grass out, and I'll give it to yeah. you, Lord. And then, you know, then you ask and ask, Lord, that we would, we, 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 our president-elect would be surrounded by good, wise, godly people. Oof. Uh, of great judgment, he'll be able to advise and guide him as he takes on this awesome responsibility. That's what we're supposed to do, where it says, pray for those who lead you. Mm-hmm. And so ask the Lord, show me how to pray, and then yield to his purposes. Yes. yes. Yield to his purposes. I Would call you? it report for duty. There you go. <laughs> report for duty. You know, we can just tell God all day long what you've got to do. But who is he going to do it with, Linda? He's going to do it with Linda Chandler. He's going to do it with me if I report for duty. And the thing that is so exciting to me is that he's always on duty. He never hangs up the phone. He never, never. leaves the throne room. Never. I, I often remind a little boy that went home one day from kindergarten and told his mother, he said, you know, uh, Jesus, uh, God's left-handed. And she said, what do you mean God's left-handed? He said, well, the teacher told me that Jesus was sitting on God's right hand, and so that means he's writing in heaven with his left hand. (laughs) (laughs) That is a simple illustration. It is, because we don't don't realize the power that is transcended to us through our rope of hope, and our rope of hope is Jesus Christ. And when, when we think about where we are in this nation, we can worry ourselves sick. And go to bed every night unhappy and sorrowful. But if we're not connected to the Lord Jesus Christ, we don't have that hope. And that is the power for Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving. Is knowing that, you know, if I give away this, if I give away a bottle of water, and Jesus says that's how you'll honor me, is you'll right. give away water. And I don't do that. I mean, if he says, you know, Gavin needs a bottle of water, Evelyn, give him a bottle of water. And I don't do that. Then that is not thanks living. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's, it's, what, it's built on what we think we are entitled to. And there are two problems we have in this nation. One is engagement. We do not stand before God regularly and report for duty. And we need to do that, Linda. Yes. And the other is entitlement. Yes, we think, think that it's God, owed to us. God does not owe us anything. He gave us life, and he asked us to go and, and, and be his ambassador on this world. And do we do that? It, you know, ambassadors don't get everything. Mm. Well, it is important that we uh, really uh, lay our hearts on the altar as we think about what it is God wants Linda Chandler to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what he wants Evelyn Davison to do and what he wants Galvin to do. You know, we are here by his choice and by his assignment. Absolutely. And so is the new president of the United States. Absolutely. And again, I would ask everybody, again, I want to just tell you, go to um, Isaiah 45 and read that. You you can see exactly what I'm, I'm talking about about how God is going to use him. And he's going to use him because I think that the gates have been closed by um, the negativity, the gates of heaven. It says they're supposed to be open day and night. 
But negative behaviors, if you look at the in the mm-hmm. relations, cannot come into that. Cannot come because only goodness and mercy comes out, flows out of heaven. So I think then you, you we look at what God's choice has been. We honor what God's choice has been, um, and then um, we we. Pray this from Psalm 24 in a heart full of gratitude and a heart full of thanks living. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. This is all about God's purposes and God's plan for America in this hour. And let's get with his plan. If you've not known Jesus before this, you just got to open up your heart. You have to admit that you've been blinded and not understood or seen anything. Believe that he went to the cross, but believe today that he sits at the right hand of the Father. Mm -hmm. Um, Admit that you've been blinded, you've been lost. You know, sin is anything that gets out of the purposes of what God's will is. And then just ask the Lord, you know, correct me and direct me. That's what I want to do. And uh, to live that life of thanksgiving and to be an ambassador of hope for us in this world. We have got to unite the ambassadors of hope. Would you be an ambassador of hope today for I recommend. Us? I, I, I report. I, amen. And I'm asking everybody in the audience, would you be an ambassador of hope for us today? Would you do that? And would you begin to say, you know what, I'll sacrifice some time. I'll pray that America will rise up again and be a light of hope for all nations. Well, Linda, I want to thank you for being with us today. Uh, I did not mention at the very beginning, Linda has a book called The Gates of Redemption. Redemption. And that means redemption has been, it's a paid up deal. Mm-hmm. It's like a charge account. It's paid up. It is. We've been redeemed by a, high, by a high price by Jesus Christ himself. He was the perfect lamb that was uh, slain for us. And so we've been redeemed, but we need to know how to walk out a life of redemption. Well, we thank you. And uh, give us your contact information. Well, Linda. anybody that wants to and would talk further, whatever, you can contact me at L77C at AOL.com. That's and then you can, um, but you can give me a call, 512-203-7293. That's 512-203-7293. Well, we want to thank you for joining us today. And just as you uh, get up every morning and you plan your day or as you just put your feet on the post of your bed at nighttime, stop and really think about how great God is mm, to you. Yes. Measure the amount of grace that he has given to you and begin to appropriate that in your life in a way that your life will be a life of thanksgiving and thanksgiving so that people can look at you and see how great Jesus Christ is. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you again next week for Love Talk. Hello, folks. This is Van Davison with Operation Christmas Child. Every year, people join me, The Bridge 1120, and Franklin Graham's team in sending shoeboxes filled with surprises and love to children around the world. Because soccer is a universal sport, I pack a deflated ball and a pump in my boy boxes, along with pencils, toothpaste, and a toothbrush. 
Join me and millions in this exciting ministry. Call 512-990-2600 for information.